Yes, guys, how is it going? So, welcome to the Taking Charge podcast. This is the Men's Peak Performance podcast. This is a podcast where uh, we're going to be talking to ambitious men who want to become peak performers physically, psychologically, professionally, and personally, so they can reach new levels of success in life and business. So we're going to get straight in to the first episode. Most of these episodes are just going to be solo episodes with me. Um, and the reason I decided to create this podcast slash video is because right now there is on Instagram reels, there are captions that can't be that long, and there are dwindling attention spans. And with the content that I put out, I really want this to make a huge impact in men's lives. I want you guys really making huge shifts just from the things that I'm putting out for free. And I don't feel like I can do that in a one minute reel. Um, and I don't think I can do that in the noise of Instagram or anything else. And I thought, what better place to do this than in your ears while you're walking around, while you're going to work and anything else, being able to give you the information that you need to make huge exponential leaps in your life across your health, across your mindset and across your purpose in life and what you want to go and do. Like I said, I'm not going to bore you with an episode around who I am or anything else. Maybe I'll do that down the line. But today, we are going to go straight into a huge episode that is going to make huge shifts in your life um, as we're about to go into the second half of the year in 2023. Uh, this is going to be an episode that you are going to be able to literally sit down, analyze, do a load of work from to literally shape the rest of the year and make sure that 2023 for you is a life-changing year. Before I get into everything, just want to say if you're listening to this, whether it's on YouTube, because I'm going to put the video up there, or if it's on the podcast, really appreciate you listening into my first podcast. And I would really appreciate if you could hit the subscribe button, hit the review button. I don't even know what buttons need to be hit, to be honest. I'm going to be completely real with you. Um, but let me know that you're listening. Let me know what you took away from this. I don't want to feel like I'm just talking to myself. And I'm a normal person, right? I'm a real person. We can have a chat after this if, if there's anything that you're confused about. I really would love it if you shared this with someone that you know that this is going to be useful with, uh, for, sorry. Um, and I would really love it as well if you posted this on your story on Instagram, tagged me so I know who's listening and so other people can see this as well. It really, really mean the world for me. Now, I'm going to be uh, taking a couple of sips of my drink as we go as well. So if there's any pauses, uh, bear with me. This is non-edited. We're going straight in. So let's get stuck in. As I said, this is the perfect episode as we're about to go into the second half of the year. A lot of the time, you know, people are just kind of going through their lives on autopilot. They're going in their same personal patterns and not much is changing. They get to the end of the year, they set the same goals. In this episode right now, I'm going to share with you a nine step process that I use with my clients that allows them to hugely increase the chances of them actually being able to make shift in their life and achieve the goals that they actually want. And this process comes from a realization I had uh, quite, quite recently while I was 
masterminding with with six, seven, eight, and even a nine figure business owner. Um, we were masterminding, and it became really, really clear with me over this weekend I spent with these guys. Right, that most men, whether this is a health goal, career goal, even a relationship goal, right, most men know what they need to do. If they sat down and they had to kind of program a robot to do what they needed to do, they would be able to do that correctly, right? We're just standing in our own way. Sometimes that's self-doubt, so we don't fully commit to something. Sometimes it's putting it off into the future. We have no urgency, so we kind of just say, ah, oh, we'll get around to it, and we're making ourselves busy with other things. And sometimes it's distracting ourselves, right? Distracting ourselves with the, the, the normal things that we need to get on with in our lives so we don't have to do the hard work of leaning into uncertainty and fear and fully committing. But the truth is, once we fully commit, once we fully commit to a specific goal and we're being super clear with it, we will either do two things. We will succeed in that goal and succeeding in that goal changes everything. We shift, we change, we evolve when we can actually achieve goals that we've set, right? That are bigger than ourselves right now. That's the hero's journey. When we can set a goal that currently is bigger than we are right now, that, that requires more from us than we can currently do, and then we achieve it, we know that we've grown along the way. So we'll either succeed and we've built momentum to, to do even more. This is what we do in my program is we set big 90 day goals and every single 90 days, they're newer, they're newer, they're newer for all of the clients. They're bigger, they're bigger, they're bigger because we start to build this momentum. Or if you don't succeed, you will learn because you fully committed, because you did all of these steps in what I'm about to run through and you were super clear with what you did do, you will learn what needs to change to be able to achieve this next time. You will either succeed or you will learn. Either way, getting closer to where you wanna be in life. The problem is, most guys, as I said, self-doubt, putting it off in the future, distracting ourselves with mundane things, using these little ways of hiding away, we never fully commit and nothing really changes. We don't learn anything, we don't succeed, we just kinda of keep going around in the same circles. So by the end of this process, this nine step process, you are going to be fully, fully committed to a goal. I suggest you listen to this and you take notes and you go back through this and you go through every single step that I write here. And in these steps, you do this around a 90 day goal. That way you can set a huge 90 day goal over the next quarter, quarter three, and then you can come back around to this again and you can do the exact same process for the next 90 days. So without further ado, let's get into this. We're six minutes in at the moment. I hope we can get through this in 15 minutes and end at around the 20 minute mark. With these podcast episodes, I'm wanting to keep them pretty short, pretty snappy and a huge amount of value for you. So uh, I'm gonna try and not dwell on anything too much. If you've got any questions about anything after, feel free to drop me a message. We'll go back and forth on voice notes um, or if there's a lot of people wanting to go deeper into any of these certain steps, we will do in a full uh, in a full episode. So let's get started. Step number one, and I'm going to be really clear with the steps, so you can come back and you can kind of start with each one. Step number one: set your goal, and we want to set a goal that is specific, that is measurable, and that is time sensitive, and is also binary. Binary is one I always say. We want this goal to be able for you to say, at the end of the time that you've set, have you done it or have you not? We do not want any vagueness 
in this goal whatsoever. So make sure it's specific. You know when you're there. Make sure it's measurable. You can know when you're on your way and make sure that it's time sensitive. You know when you wanna be there by, right? Even if, let's say you've got business and you just kind of want exponential growth, you just want to keep growing and, and that's your goal. You want to just keep growing, keep growing, keep growing. That's cool and that's fine. That's, that's an okay goal, but we want to make a specific, measurable and time-sensitive goal so we can push for that growth and so we can start to make decisions based upon our progression towards that goal, right? If we've just got some nebulous goal like keep growing, or one that I hate is when people add just in front of their goal, such as, oh, I just want to get into shape. If you're having a hard time with motivation, it's because your goal starts with just. Oh, I just want to get into shape. That's all I really care. I just want to lose a couple of pounds. If it's just, it's not going to excite you very much, right? But let's say it was a business goal and you just wanted to constantly grow and that was your goal. The problem with constant growth is, you know, with one sale or one extra metric of whatever you're tracking, you've grown, right? So we can't get specific with things. We wanna be able to get super specific with exactly where you wanna be, exactly where you are at the moment, exactly what's changing. So then we can make really well-informed decisions of what needs to change in your plan to getting there. So make sure that you've got a specific, measurable, and time-sensitive goal. Now, if you're having a hard time creating a goal that is time-sensitive um, and specific, what you may wanna do is create sub-goals. So if you've got a goal like be the best husband I can be, right? A noble goal, but very hard to be uh, specific. So maybe you'll add sub-goals for how you would define that specifically. Things you've done along the way or things you have now done, right? That you can make specific to define what that means to you. One mistake we don't wanna make at this stage other than it not being specific, measurable, or time sensitive, is do not mistake the bridge for the destination, okay? So what that means is there's gonna be two kinds of goals that people set. Sometimes they set a process goal, which is kind of the bridge, the, the thing that they think is gonna get them to what they truly want. And then sometimes we have the destination goal, right? Which is, or the, the, the overarching goal, which is the destination where we're trying to get to had a conversation with a client recently and he kept going back to wanting to read more books. Um, and I asked him, well, why do you wanna read more books? Cause yeah, we can set a goal of reading a certain amount of books by the end of a certain amount of time, but what's the point? Why do you think that that's actually useful for your life? And he said, and this was a really good response, he wanted to be better at, re uh, at writing. And he believed that reading books was gonna help him be a better writer, which probably is true, but, the reading the books was the bridge. That's not the destination, right? So I said, well, why don't we shift that and actually make the goal something that will stretch you to be a better writer? So why don't we take one thing that you're passionate about or multiple things and have you reading throughout this time frame, but actually set the goal for you to start a blog or some sort of written content um, and actually have a certain amount of blogs written and published by the end of the time and have you have a way to have feedback on this to see how well you're writing. That is gonna take you towards your goal of being a better writer, much better than reading alone because reading was the bridge and the actual uh, process of writing was so much closer to the destination. We could have taken this a step further and actually asked, well, why do you wanna be a better writer? Maybe it's to write a book, then that would be the destination, but he wasn't that far ahead yet.
Now, the final thing I wanna say about step one, and I promise you the next steps will be a little bit quicker, is make sure you set a, a goal that stretches you, right? Because if you're setting a goal and it's super easy, uh, or it's just kind of normal, you're not gonna be stretched. And the way that I liken this to is, let's say in 90 days you knew you had a boxing match and you had the option of two opponents. One was Mike Tyson. You had to fight Mike Tyson in 90 days. And one was a, a dwarf with no arms or legs, all right? Which one do you think you would be a better boxer at the end of these 90 days? Which one do you think during those 90 days, you would be training at your absolute peak. You would not miss a training session. You would eat properly. You would sleep on time and you would become the better boxer at the end. It would be Mike Tyson because you know that you need to give it your all to succeed in this goal. And whether you won or you failed at the end of the 90 days, you know that you would be a better man at the end of those 90 days than the dwarf with no arms or legs situation, right? So that's how these goals want to go as well. If you're setting a 90 day goal, and I would actually say, make sure that it's not too far away from 90 days, like uh, 90 days is like the furthest away for these big commitments that we want to set. You'll have longer term goals, you have shorter term goals, but the 90 days is a really good place to start for these commitments that you stick to. Make sure with this 90 day goal, it is something that will stretch you. I know a lot of you right now are listening because you want personal development, right? Now, the important thing about well, the imp my belief around personal development is you can read all the books you want, you can listen to all the personal development uh, podcasts and content that you want, but the reality is true personal development comes when you commit yourself to a goal that is bigger than you currently and you are forced to expand and evolve to actually meet it. That is true growth. That allows you to put what you're learning into practice and truly embody the things that you're learning. Reading just gives you the information, but it doesn't change you as a man. So set a goal that you know, if you can achieve this in the next 90 days or whatever the time span is that you're giving yourself, you know that you will be a better man and you'll be closer to the person that you wanna be showing up as. So that's step number one. Step number two, I'm gonna try and rush through these a little bit quicker and we'll go deeper into them if you want me to on other episodes. Step number two, is to project forwards and to break down this goal. So let's let's say that we've done a 90 day goal, for example, I like that time frame, as you can tell. 90 day goals. We first of all wanna project forwards and we just wanna make sure, does this 90 day goal align with our one year, our three year, and even our five year vision? Because we wanna know where we're trying to get to and we wanna know why this nine, 90 days is actually important. One thing I've observed from a lot of guys is their 90 day goals or their shorter term goals doesn't line up to where they're saying they wanna be. So maybe some man would have his three year goal, he wants to uh, be in business and have like a million pound a month or a million pound a year business, right? Seven figure business he wants in three years. Uh, but his goal for the next 90 days has absolutely nothing to do with the business and has absolutely nothing to do with even taking him a step closer to being the man he needs to be for that. They're not aligned, right? Maybe it's aligned with another goal, but they're not aligned right now. So we need to make sure, is this 90 day goal taking you closer to that? Even if you can't do anything towards that actual business right now, can we set a 90 day goal that's gonna get you closer to being the man that you need to be to eventually have that seven figure business in three years time? Do you understand? 
The problem is a lot of people set these big goals when they're really, really far away, but they think on a completely different scale when they're thinking over the 90 days and they're kind of playing small. So make sure that you align this 90 day goal with who you need to become down the line and with your vision. And then on the other side, we wanna break this down. So again, let's say this is a 90 day goal. We wanna break this down to milestones over the next three months, right? Because 90 days, let's say that you wanna make 15 sales over the next 90 days, just for, a, just for a, an example. We wanna make sure that we've broken this down into monthly milestones. So we're not forgetting about the goal because you all know that the biggest problem here is it's so easy to just forget about these goals, right? We set things and then we just kind of get back into our old ways. So creating shorter term goals that keep us super locked in for that, um, for that larger major goal is going to be a game changer. So create these milestones first and foremost and think them through because if you've got 15 uh, sales that you wanna make, maybe that is just five sales in the first month and then up to 10 sales overall in the second month, and then of course up to 15 sales overall in the third month. Maybe it is gonna be that simple, but maybe when you sit down, you realize that actually your business isn't in a position where it can actually deliver on 15 sales over the next quarter. So maybe the first month or six weeks is actually creating the systems needed to be able to deliver on that volume, and then the final six months is making those sales, potentially. But this is just what's gonna give you that clear pathway and this works for anything not just business I'm just using that as an example right and then with that we want to start to break that down even 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 more into okay what are the big power moves that I need to take over the next month to get into a really really good rhythm with things because then we can start to rack up these wins right so now we've projected forwards and we started to break this goal down so we know now where we want to be in 90 days but also where we need to be in the next month to start to make this a reality and the next is we need to start to, with the next three, four questions and the next four steps, we need to start to create the environment for success. This, these next four steps is where a lot of guys go wrong um, and then they end up going back to their old ways. So this is actually gonna allow us to be in a position where we can start to really shift how we're thinking as we go into these steps. So number three, Step number three, ask yourself what questions need to be answered to make this a success. Because unanswered questions can really slow us down. Unanswered questions can really put a spanner in the works of what we're trying to achieve. So ask yourself what questions need to be answered. And these may be able to be answered by you, by just sitting down and figuring it out. Maybe it's, let's take business for an example, and let's, let's use the same example, you're trying to make 15 sales. Maybe it's literally, what's my offer to make these 15 sales, right? What's my offer and what's the kind of, um, the pipeline I'm gonna use to be able to take someone from never being heard of me to being a sale. Maybe it's that, maybe it's that pipeline, right? That you need to sit down and just really get that clear before you go into making this a reality. But maybe there's a question that you have unanswered that's really gonna slow you down if you don't get it clear or really gonna create procrastination and you never get around to actually starting this that you need to get answered. Maybe it's, how do I market this? Maybe that's just a huge question mark for you right now. And what you're gonna do in this step, step number three, is get all of these unanswered questions and answer them for yourself. Sometimes you can answer it yourself just by sitting there and figuring it out. And sometimes there's gonna be a handful of these questions that you need to go and find someone who has the answer. But once you've got clear on the answer that you need to, you need to be answering, sorry, the question you need to be answering and the answer you need to find, 
then it's very easy to go and locate the right person to ask the right question. You'll be very surprised at how easy that can actually become, right? So step number three is what questions do you need to answer to make this a success and to make it different to other times that you've tried this and failed? If you've tried this and failed before, you're probably gonna know that what those questions are. And step number four, what needs to be eliminated for you to move towards this goal? So peak performance is often a process of elimination. If you're listening to this, you're probably a busy man, you probably got a lot going on and you're probably trying to be uh, very helpful and very valuable to a lot of people in your life. And sometimes we just can't time manage our way out of things. We need to eliminate our way out of things. And by the way, this may just be for this time frame as well. So if this is a 90 day time frame, maybe this is just for this time frame that you're gonna be eliminating things. But this is gonna be things like your habits, your vices, people in your life, maybe even goals in your life, some commitments, and maybe even excuses. So let's go through a couple of these. Habits. Maybe there's some habits that you know are gonna really, really hold you back if you continue them while you're now trying to excel to this new level that you need to just write down, you need to be clear about deleting and eliminating from your life, and you do so. Maybe there's some people though, maybe there's some people that you know, when you're around them, you get brought back to your old ways. This truly happens a lot, right? Um, where maybe you grew up with a couple of guys from school and every time that you go back and you're hanging around with them, they almost pull you back to your old identity. They pull you back to your old vices and habits and ways of thinking that you used to do when you were hanging around with them on a daily basis, right? You can almost be pulled back to your old identity. So for this next 90 days, while you're trying to get to a whole new level in your life, is there any people that maybe you need to eliminate forever or for this time? Next is goals. Now this is an interesting one because sometimes there are really good, really noble goals or really noble things that you're trying to do that are going to be competing for your energy, your time and your focus that maybe for the next 90 days, we can just delete. Like maybe you've got some Maybe you've got some goals that sound really good, like, okay, in 2023, I'm gonna try and read 30 books or something like that, right? Maybe you've got some goals like that that you're, tr that you're trying to do because they sound really good and you think that by the end of the year, you're gonna have felt really accomplished if you've done something like that. But the reality is you're probably reading books because you're trying to get ahead in life. But the reality is you're setting this goal because this is the big thing that's gonna shift everything. So maybe there's a goal like that that you need to just delete right now because it's actually holding you back and it's taking away our most valuable resources here, which is your time, your energy, and your focus away from what really needs to happen and what really needs to change. In the people that are gonna be listening to this podcast, in the guys that I work with, something like that, like trying to read 30 books in a year, really is a goal that probably does need to be eliminated right now because the reality is you are reading to be a better man, but when you're actually going out and creating the life that you want and crushing the goals that you've always wanted to crush, that's the true personal development. We've been through that before. Next is commitments. So as a man, sometimes we can start to take on commitments, uh, unvo like unvocalized commitments sometimes that people just start to expect from us. And there may be a couple of conversations you need to go and have to just eliminate these commitments here so you can wipe the slate clean so you have a clearer, more essentialist lifestyle for to be able to go and be at peak performance to go and achieve this goal. 
And finally is excuses. One of the funniest things I see a lot when I'm coaching uh, guys, especially in, the, in, in, my, in my program, The Power Project, uh, when new goals start to come up, they start to bubble up to the surface, the first thing that you can expect is you start to hear from that guy that's having this new goal bubbling up to the surface and this new realization of, oh my God, I want to go and do this. The first thing you hear is excuses of why they can't. And I just always let them all bubble up to the surface, all the reasons why not, all the reasons why not. And then we can just cut straight through it and say, well, why can't we, you know? So is there any excuses that you just need to write down now that you're going to eliminate? You're not going to entertain for the next 90 days. Because here's the cool thing, right? This is a 90 day commitment to a goal. We've decided 90 days, maybe it's eight weeks, maybe it's six weeks, maybe it's uh, 14 weeks, right? It doesn't need to be 90 days, but let's say it's 90 days. This is what we're rolling with for the rest of the podcast. 90 days is, an enough, is, an, is a short enough time for you to, to suspend belief for a while, right? Maybe you, maybe you have an excuse that this isn't gonna work because no one wants to work with you or something like that, right? But 90 days is, is a short enough time frame for you to suspend belief for just enough time and just say, I'm not gonna listen to that excuse for just enough time to give this a real fucking go, right? And to fully commit for 90 days. If at the end of the 90 days that excuse is true, then I'll go back to believing it, right? Because the truth is, when you can start to achieve things, that's when we can start to prove our stories wrong. When we can start to achieve things, that's when we can start to prove our excuses wrong. That's how we truly change it, right? By proving it wrong in reality. So see the excuses that you just need to suspend belief around for the next 90 days. And that's what needs to be eliminated. And as I said, peak performance is always a process of elimination. And it's not always the bad things. It's not always the obvious things. Uh, it's not always the drinking, right? It's not always the porn. It's, sometimes it's actually good goals, goals that seem good, that just are competing right now. And final one here, sometimes it's even gonna be something like, maybe you're going for a business goal and you're really trying to excel in your physical life as well. Maybe it's actually bringing that back down to just baseline and just maintenance. So you have more time, energy, and focus to go into this goal. Because there's always gonna be those one, two, three goals that are just, if we can achieve, they're just gonna dramatically shift everything. And that takes us on to question or uh, step number five. Define your personal standards that you're gonna stick to for this time frame. So your personal standards are the things that you're going to commit to that you believe are gonna do one of two things. Number one, they're gonna support you towards this goal. So they're not gonna be the things that are directly gonna directly going to do it, but they're gonna support you towards it. So often that is, uh, whatever goal you've got, is most likely gonna be things to do with your health, mentally and physically. So for me, some personal standards are my daily practice, doing something uh, such as meditation, Wim Hof breathing, something like that, to be able to center myself again is an absolute game changer for the way that I react to the world, the way that I react to stimulus as I'm going through the day. Another personal standard for me that is an absolute game changer, whether I get it right or wrong, is my sleep. I've got a perfect sleep system that me and all the guys in the Power Project get that just make sure that sleep's good. Um, there's an eight step process that we kind of make sure that we've got timings for eight different things. And if we can stick to this, then we get perfect sleep. And if I go against that, yeah, maybe sleep in itself doesn't directly impact the goals I'm setting, 
but it hugely, hugely impacts like my ability to do the things I need to do to impact that goal, right? So what are those personal standards that you need to set to support you towards this goal and you're gonna commit to? And the second personal standard you may set are the things that you refuse to compromise on. Again, this is a 90 days of maybe going all in on business, but maybe you refuse to compromise on family time. Maybe you refuse to compromise in your relationship because you know that maybe you have a tendency to do that accidentally, stuff like that. So you wanna be really clear on those. What personal standards are you gonna to set to support you towards this goal? What personal standards are you gonna set because you refuse to compromise on that? And the way that that may look, because these, all, these don't wanna be nebulous, these don't wanna be vague, they wanna be specific, just like the goal that we set. Maybe that's like a date night every Wednesday, you know, or certain amount of time with the family every single week. So it's a, it's a, it's a standard that you can actually uphold. And you, again, it's binary. You know if you did it or you didn't. Then number six, step number six, what boundaries do you need to set? So if the personal standards were around setting yourself commitments that are going to allow you to support yourself along the journey towards this goal, your boundaries are things that you are going to set to protect you from external things that are going to potentially throw you off course from this goal. So the boundaries are often gonna be set between you and another person, so they cannot encroach on you and this goal. A man without boundaries is just like a leaf in the wind being blown around by everyone else in his life because he wants to be of service, he wants to be a nice guy, and he wants to say yes to people and be valuable, and he's never been able to put himself first. This is never a good thing, it might sound good, uh, and it might sound like, oh yeah, but at least everyone will like me. But oftentimes what's happening is because this nice guy is allowing everyone else's needs to go before his own. He starts to build up resentment. He starts to hate the people around him. And very quickly it starts to show, right? Little outbursts here and there because he hasn't put his needs first. And it's no one else's problem but his own because he's the one that hasn't expressed his needs. He's the one that hasn't set his boundaries. So everyone else is playing by the rules because he's never set these rules, right? So what boundaries do you need to set so you can create this goal and this commitment and turn it into reality over the next 90 days? That's where we want to start thinking about right now. What boundaries? So start to think of the usual distractions or the usual things that get in the way. Maybe they are the excuses that you often say. Can you set any strong, clear boundaries with the people or the things in your life to make sure that this is all down to you? Because what we do not wanna happen is you get to the end of the 90 days and you say, oh, I didn't do it, but I wasn't able to achieve it because of my girlfriend or my wife or my boss or anything else or my clients or whatever it is, right? I didn't get to achieve it because of that. It feels good, doesn't it? Putting your responsibility onto someone else, but the reality is you didn't set strong enough boundaries so it's all down to you. So the final thing is here, don't be afraid to set boundaries. Again, all of these last questions has been to protect your most valuable assets to goal acquisition, which is your time, your energy, and your focus. And don't be afraid to set these boundaries because you think they're gonna ruin relationships. Because yes, it might take an uncomfortable conversation. Yes, it might take you stepping up, being a man and saying what you truly need and desire for a 
for once in your life. But the reality is, without setting these boundaries, right, it's going to keep them happy for a little bit. But you will be building up resentment towards these people because you can see how they're holding you back from where you want to get to. You're building up resentment and that starts to corrode the relationship, right? So with clear boundaries, everybody knows where they stand and everybody can be happy. And then if they're stepping over the boundary, you can have that hard discussion with them and get them back to how things need to be. Once you've set the boundary, they can set boundaries and you can have a discussion around where that boundary can realistically be. But without that, and with just with just um, underlying expectations that you expect people to be able to uphold without them knowing, it corrodes relationships. So don't think this is gonna ruin relationships, it strengthens them because everybody knows where they stand. So that was step number six and we're getting close to the end. I know that you've been uh, listening for a while now. Hope this is uh, helping you out and feeling good. As I said, I'd love for you to uh, share this. I'd love for you to be able to uh, drop me a message and let me know how you're finding this. Um, I really hope it's helpful. So the last three is gonna really start to put a bow on this. Number seven, step number seven. Define your one to five daily and weekly non-negotiables. So now we're getting into the meaty bit, right? Now we're getting into the stuff that's really gonna directly impact the goal. Up until now, we've been setting the goal, we've been setting the environment for peak performance, and we've been protecting your time, your energy, and your focus. Now, we wanna start to set things up that are going to directly impact your major goal. So you've got your goal, and you simply ask yourself, right? If I could program a robot to do Five things every day or up to five things. If you have less and you think that that's going to be enough, that's even better because we want to limit the chance of overwhelm. overwhelm sorry. But if I had a robot and I could program him to do one to five things every single day and one to five things every single week, and he would do that for the next 12 weeks and the next 90 days, what could I program him to do that would make it unreasonable that I would not achieve this goal. And you'll be surprised that you will know the answer to this, right? You will know what you had to program this robot to do. So just write those down, write those down. What needs to happen on a daily basis? And then some bigger things, what needs to happen on a weekly basis? And don't just do the weekly basis being the daily basis things, right? The daily basis are the the things that you're gonna do every single day. And the weekly basis stuff is the stuff that you're gonna do once, or just a couple of times over the week. So it might be four times posting on Instagram, for example, might go into the weekly non-negotiables. These are things that are going to directly impact your major goal. The personal standards are the things that are going to indirectly help it by um, supporting you. And we we wanna kind of have these so potent and so clear and so easy that you truly believe that if you only did this stuff, that you would move towards this goal and you would hit it. From that point of getting these clear, and they might not be perfect right now, I'm gonna explain what we do with this in the next step, right? So just get down what you truly believe is gonna get you there now, and that you, what you believe is actually possible too. And then, this might make it a little bit easier to eliminate things as well, by the way, because once you see what you need to do for this goal, you might think, actually, looking at these daily and weekly non-negotiables, I may need to make some changes to my commitments to make sure that I can stick to these non-negotiables because they are the priority right now because this goal is the priority. All right, so that comes back down to prioritization. But then we wanna make sure that we're protecting the time to be able to do these daily and weekly non-negotiables. 
and that they're in the calendar in the time when your energy is the best. So if you are just kind of trying, you're writing this in, right? And you're sticking to your normal daily routine and you're hoping to get these stuff done when you find the time, it's not gonna happen. Let me tell you that we'll probably do a whole podcast on this, but let me tell you the one primary rule, like the one biggest principle of time management is you haven't got enough time for everything. That's the one principle, the one number one principle and the foundation for time management is you don't have enough time for everything, okay? So you have to put in what you value first. And right now, if you're here and you're this deep into this podcast and you've got this goal that you're wanting to achieve, that's one of your highest priorities right now. So that needs to be going into the diary first. So start to rejig your diary and on your best energy points of the day and the week, put these tasks. There should not be any of these non-negotiables that are not in your diary and haven't got a place to be done every single week. Maybe they'll move around, but before you go into every single week, these activities should be locked and loaded into your diary because if they're not, then it's not, the chances are it's not gonna happen, right? We're flipping the script this time round in this 90 days to be able to create this goal. So this is what we wanna do. Again, final little thing there, just to repeat that, make sure it's in the diary, put it as a repeatable thing and protect them at all costs. Again, you might wanna go back through the last things and eliminate, create boundaries to be able to make sure that these can happen every single time. And now we're gonna go on to step eight, which is define when you're gonna get into strategy mode. Step number eight. So currently, as you're listening and potentially working along with this, uh, or you've come back around and you're working along with this once on your second listen, um, you're in strategy mode, right? You're planning, you are thinking strategically, you are deciding what the best course of action is. That is strategy mode. And you've just set up your non-negotiables, and in theory, you think that they're going to work, but we're not 100% sure. Now, what a lot of people will do is they'll go into the next week or the next month and they will do the non-negotiables and they'll do the plan that they've set. And they'll also be guessing, is this still right? They'll also be questioning, should I change that non-negotiable? Should I do this? Should I do that? And they're wasting a lot of energy and a lot of time, and a lot of focus. The three things that we're trying to really focus on making sure that we're keeping um we're, we're rationing well and they are wasting it on questioning whether things are right or not before they can even answer that because they haven't committed to enough time. So we need a time to be able to get into strategy mode and, and, and assess if things have been working, but we need to make sure that we've defined it. So the way that we defined it is we separate you into two modes. You have execution mode and you have strategy mode. Okay, there are gonna be the majority of the time, 80%, 90% of the time when you're just executing. You are the worker of the business and you are just executing. You're not questioning, is this the right thing? Is it the wrong thing? You're just executing. And then every now and then in predetermined times, you are gonna have a moment when you go back into strategy mode, where you look at your progression towards your goal and towards your milestones and, and your adherence to your non-negotiables and to your personal standards and to your boundaries. And you ask yourself, is this plan working? And at these strategy times, that is when you go back and you assess and you see if anything needs to actually change. So the big thing here is define when you're gonna get back into strategy mode and stick to that. And remember, this is not only to make sure that you are making sure that you're going in the right direction and that these non-negotiables and everything else that you've planned is working. It's also to protect you from overthinking and overanalyzing on these goals when 
in reality, most of the time you wouldn't have even committed for long enough to have the data to know if they're working or not. So define when you're gonna get into strategy mode and put it into the calendar. I like once per week. Once per week, maybe once per month at a longer time frame. But once per week, have a strategy session where you sit down, you plan the next week out, but you before that you reflect on how things are actually going. And other than that, you're in execution mode. You're not overthinking things, okay? And finally, I want you to, well, step number nine, be vocal and accountable towards this goal. The reason that most people fail is, and I'm sure you've experienced this before, you set goals and you almost forget that it's a goal by the uh, by two weeks away, right? And then you go back into your old ways and then you set the goal the next quarter. We wanna be vocal and accountable towards this goal. So. Step number one is find someone or something to be accountable to. In my men's group, The Power Project, where we do everything that we're talking about here and we set huge goals and we support each other to be able to go and do it and I coach them deeply on it as well. Um, The guys check in with each other and with me twice a week. One time on Monday saying what they're gonna do and one time on Friday saying what they did and how things have gone and any learnings and anything else. So find a group of men and find someone else that is going to hold your feet to the fire that you can be accountable to. And within that group, be vocal about your goals. Don't just kind of hide in the background and don't just kind of, you know, set tiny little goals and not really fully commit to anything. Be vocal, keep bringing it back to this. I'm in my 90 day commitment phase and I'm trying to achieve this. This is how it's going, whether it's good or bad and fully commit to the accountability itself. And through that alone and being in the right environments, it will be transformative. Like when I look back at all the growth that I've experienced in my life, it's always come through joining groups of people who inspired me and that pushed me to new heights. Like I remember at one point joining a business mentorship where I thought I was doing really good, right? I thought I was doing really good. And I joined this business mentorship and the guys in there were literally doing double than me, double what I was doing. And I thought I was doing great. I never even really knew that double was like fully possible unless you were like crazy, crazy, crazy successful. And the majority of people here were doing double what I was doing. And it was normalized. Like that was normal for that, for that group. And I never even dreamed that that was possible of me, for me. And guess what? It took about six months. And by the time that six months had gone by, I was doing that, those numbers now, and it was normal for me. You wanna join groups that the behaviors that you want and the reality that you want is the norm. If you're, if you're hanging around, right? If you're hanging around six, men with six packs, right? Six packs and they love their fitness and they're healthy and they're energetic and they're looking after themselves. Do you not think that you're gonna be the seventh? If you're hanging around six people that are seven figure business owners, right? And they're making money left, right and center and money is not a fucking problem for them. Do you not think that you are gonna be the seventh man in there with money? Maybe you're not gonna get all the way to seven figures real quick, but maybe you're gonna be at six at least, you know? You're gonna be another man with money in there because it's not just about the, the, the it's not just about the, the, the external stuff, it's the beliefs, it's the behaviors, it's the way of thinking, the way of responding to things, 
that build these realities up, right? So get into groups of men that have the behaviors and have the results that you want and be accountable to people that are going to hold your feet to the fire, be accountable to that group and be vocal about your goals in there. Do not be someone that sits on the sidelines. So that is step number nine, just to make it a reality. And the final thing I'll add there, um, and I've got a whole thing around making a goal a power goal and being able to make it really, really powerful. But the one thing I will say without going into too much detail is create a visual representation of this goal. So let's say the goal was to make 15 sales over the next um, 90 days. Create a visual representation of that goal and have those boxes of the like 15 boxes for the 15 sales and then put the person's initials into each box as they're made and, and count down the days and have another visual representation of the non-negotiables you need to stick to, right? We wanna make this goal as real as possible. And look, if you if you live with the rest of your family, right? Get that, in, or, or whoever it may be, get that poster or whatever it is that you're gonna be writing on. Get it in front of people that you don't wanna look like a loser in front of, right? So, so you've got that extra accountability of your girlfriend or even your kids seeing you either being a fucking man and sticking to the goal being a fucking man and sticking to the process or being a loser and not doing what you know you need to do. And they're seeing that. Imagine how powerful that can be. So the final thing here around being vocal, vocal and accountable is make it a visual representation in your real life. I'm just gonna try and uh, get myself in focus because if you've been watching on YouTube, I've been, I've been blurry for the next for the last like 10 minutes and it was really distracting. <laughs> uh, if you was watching on YouTube, you'd have seen me moving around loads and trying to get myself back in focus. But we're good now, I'm back. So guys, that is the nine step process. As I said, I really suggest you go back and write these down and go through every single one. If you've got any questions, I would love to help. And look, if you've, if you've listened all the way, I really, really, really would love to just hear what you thought of this. Here, if you like, that's it. Like, sometimes I put out content, and I'm not so sure if anyone's listening. So, it would really mean the world to me if I heard from you. Client, not a client, stranger, whatever. Really mean the world to me if you could just let me know that you've listened. Uh, let me know what you took from this. Um, hit subscribe if you're listening on um, one of the podcast things or even on YouTube. Give it a like if you can on this platform. Don't know what platform you're listening on. And share this with someone and share it on your story. It'd be amazing if you could do that. Like that would really mean the world for me if you could say that this helped you on your Instagram story and some other people could come through. Uh, because I think what I'm putting out into the world is fucking transformational. If people can actually listen to this and and it's transformational for people to men to take charge of their lives and I want more people to hear. Finally, um, one of the things that I created, and this is almost like a gift for you for listening right to the end. This has been a long one. Um, they probably all will be. I, I go on for quite some time. Um, I created a reflection and recalibration system for my clients to be able to reflect and recalibrate over the last six months. Because one of the most important things for peak performance is awareness. Awareness of your personal patterns, awareness of what's been holding you back, awareness of everything, right? So if you want that reflection and recalibration system, which is a three-step system that you'll go through to reflect on everything, and there's also a video of me going through explaining every single part of it, so there's a lot of kind of learning and education involved as well, uh, just drop me a message on Instagram. I'm sure you've got my Instagram if you're here. If not, it is um, at Louis Joe Calvert. Um, it will be in the description below. And uh, just drop me a message and say reflect 
and I will send you through this reflection system and you will love it. Cool, guys. Thank you so much for listening to the first podcast. Um, I really enjoyed writing this and uh, saying it for you guys. And this is much more me in terms of being able to really fucking help and make a difference. So uh, I hope you enjoyed this as well.